Hello, welcome back to Teach Languages Online, the podcast all about your online language teaching business. I am Lindsay from Lindsay's Languages, and this episode we are going to be talking about how to market your online language lessons effectively without social media. Because yes, it is possible. You do not need to be a slave to Zuckerberg. <laughs> so we're going to get into that in just a second. But first, a reminder, if you've listened to the past couple of new episodes here in this mini special season, um, you'll know already that the online teaching starter kit is going to be opening in September with some very exciting updates and bonuses. This is my program for online language teachers or budding ones too, who really want to go further with their work and do so in a sustainable, effective and joyous way. Um, zero hustle necessary. And uh, yeah, it's opening again in September. So if you want to learn more, you can join the waitlist right now and you'll be first in line with, uh, with with the info when it all happens. So you can do so at lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash O-T-S-K. All right, let's get into today's episode. So we all know, right, that learning a language can be challenging and difficult. And it's even more difficult to find opportunities to practice your skills, to get feedback from native speakers. And this is where online language lessons can come in. So you can use your expertise as an online teacher to help others learn languages in a fun and interactive way, as well as a million and one ways beyond one-on-one lessons too. But however you choose to teach online, how do you market yourself as an online language teacher? Do you need to use social media? The answer is no. You can. And if you're using it and it's working and you enjoy it, keep going. There's no need to suddenly cut this off. But if you're feeling kind of meh about it or it's not really working for you, there's other things that you can do. Business has existed long before social media. Just remember that. So here are some tips then on how to promote yourself without relying on social media. First of all, focus on your target audience. So to begin, you must first define your target audience. Now, this is the group of people that you are trying to trying to really speak to with your marketing efforts, whatever it is you decide to do. You can't market effectively. You can't promote your work effectively unless you know who they are and what they want. You're never going to know someone exactly. But the more that you know about these people's needs, wants, interests and language goals, this is going to help you create content that's relevant to them and show them how they can get what they want from your services or products. Once you've defined what type of person would be interested in learning a language through your online platform, through what you offer, it is important to know more about them so that when you're creating content, you're creating content that will appeal directly towards those needs, wants and interests. And this is one of our early, early, early lessons in the online teaching starter kit, figuring out who you want to be talking to. And we go really, really deep with this because it's it kind of shapes everything that you do. It's not just about the content. It's about your marketing and your promotion efforts elsewhere. It's about 
the words that you use on your website. It's about the resources that you create for your lessons. It's about the products and services that you make in the first place. Everything is shaped by who you want to be working with. Now, once you have this idea, you can think about, you know, like I said, not only your own content, but other places to market your online language lessons too. So you're thinking about this ideal person, this target audience that you want to be reaching. Which podcasts do they listen to in their free time? What other blogs are they reading? What interests them outside of languages? Answering these sorts of questions helps you to then establish places that you can reach out to for promotion. Okay, tip number one. Tip number two is kind of back a step, right? To start with a blog and an email list. Write about topics that are of interest to your target audience. So think about a topic that you can write about to attract people who are interested in learning a language, in learning the language, in fact, that you teach in the way that you teach it. And if you're not sure what kind of topics would be interesting to your target audience, take some time to have a little think about some ideas. So consider which questions people would have about learning your language and then write about them. So for example, if you teach English to Chinese speakers, why not write a blog post on how to pronounce Chinese, how to pronounce English words <laughs> in the way that native English speakers do with, you know, that, that focus on the common mistakes that you've noticed Chinese speakers making. Or if you teach Spanish, why not write a post on the different ways that different Spanish-speaking countries around the world celebrate Cinco de Mayo, for example. And your blog is going to live on your website and ideally give opportunities for people to find you years from now. So really consider the longevity of what you write and share as well. And that brings us nicely to tip number three, which is to build your own website. So this may sound like we're going back a step, and we are, because once we then begin to think about reaching outwards, we want to be, you know, if we're on someone else's podcast, for example, if we're guest blogging for someone else, if we've got some PR and we're on BBC News, whatever it is, we want people to then be coming back to our our own space, back to our own blog and back to our own website. So tip number three is build your own website. Your blog will live on your website. People, when you go elsewhere, that's the first place they're going to come back to. So it's important that visitors are impressed when they arrive for the first time. So make sure your homepage isn't cluttered or confusing. Make sure people can easily find ways to join your email list and stay up to date with what you're up to. And, you know, your lessons and your website need to be visible in search engines. So, you know, having your own website, having your own blog there, this will really help you to reach your target audience and improve engagement. If a potential student searching for a language teacher, they can find you and they can pay you only if they can find you, <laughs> right? So they need to be able to know that you're there. So one of the key things to think about with your blog and with your website is SEO, which stands for Search engine optimization and this is the process of improving your visibility in the organic results of search engines such as google and bing so yes you can pay for adverts you can pay to be sponsored at the top of a google post but you can also use seo to get you as far up as you can in that google search based on that sort of organic um, work that you'd be doing through seo 
So SEO is about making content that people want to read, writing it in an interesting way with related keywords, and making sure that your website is easy to navigate and mobile friendly. It's definitely something you want to be considering when you're building your website and your blogs. Number, where are we up to? Number four, regularly reach out to podcasts. Podcast interviews are a great way to reach potential new students. Plus, unlike writing guest blogs, for example, podcast interviews are a great way to get your name out there without putting in excessive effort. So you record once and you're done. Whereas with a guest blog, there might be multiple edits to go back to. You have to write it in the first place, which probably takes longer than a 30 minute or a one hour interview. And, you know, overall, it takes more time. The other advantage is that podcast audiences can be really niche, which is ideal for speaking to exactly who you want to speak to. So be sure to research the podcasts that are relevant to your audience. And you can also try reaching out to podcast hosts directly, but be sure to include a link to your site as well as a brief description of what you do. This is a great way for them to get an idea of who you are and why you're worth listening to keep track of who you reach out to and do it often reach out often making this a regular part of your routine this means you're going to hear a lot of no's or maybe not even get a reply at all but you keep going and you'll get the gems in there who do respond number five offer free or paid group sessions so there's so many ways that this could exist nowadays using eventbrite meetup duolingo events airbnb experiences or local guides to host online or real life group sessions what's great about this is the flexibility here of how you choose to manage so these can be free or they can be paid for example you could offer a free group session for people to come and learn one element about what you do say you teach French, this could be a session for beginners to learn holiday essentials. You can also create paid group sessions where people can book time with you in exchange for money. So this is a great way to get some initial sales and some feedback from clients who may be interested in hiring you more down the line. And hosting a group session is an awesome way to build your audience, gain new followers, even earn some income if you decide to charge for it. I'd say start with a free session, see how that goes. If it's successful, if it feels good, consider making your next one paid. They also act as great promotion to get the word out about your business and what you offer. If you do decide to host um, any free or paid group sessions, be sure to promote them ahead of time as well. So you can create a blog post that goes out several days before the event with details about what the session will include and how people can sign up. This gives readers plenty of time to plan for it and to get ready for your work together. You can also think about maybe if you have a podcast interview coming up on your calendar, you could mention this if you know that it's going to be going out publicly. You could be um, reaching out for collaboration with people and saying, oh, I'm, I'm um, hosting this free um, group session. Would you be willing to share this with your email list? These sorts of things, giving people an incentive to, um, to share your work and being friendly and genuine and you know willing to offer the same in return is is really cool um number i've lost count six get referrals from happy clients so again this is one that really helps with the foundations um so that when people do find you they see like ah 
okay, this is a legit person. <laughs> so if you've already worked with happy clients, ask them if they know anyone else who'd love what you do. If you do get a referral, be sure to follow up with the person who referred them. So thank them for their support and see if they have any suggestions or feedback on how your service could be improved. You can offer previous or current students an incentive, maybe a coupon code or a free product. And, you know, this shouldn't be overlooked. Word of mouth is still a powerful tool to market your online teaching and definitely one worth putting some time into. And finally, number seven, go on a PR spree. So there are many ways to do this. You can write a blog post about your experience. You could promote it on social media if you want to. And then you can email local news outlets with the link. So you can be saying, you know, how is this relevant to something going on in the news right now, what you've just written? Think about the tie and think about how it's related to what's going on in the world. And this is a great way to show off your teaching style and get some press for yourself as well. If you're feeling particularly ambitious, you can reach out to larger publications and pitch to them, maybe for writing articles, maybe for um, sharing your story, being interviewed, um, giving quotes, giving, um, you know, kind of, um, yeah, quotes. That's the word I'm looking for. I've <laughs> said it. <laughs> and, you know, and, and thinking outside the box a little bit on this and being really brave because it feels scary. Like, oh, why would they want to hear my story? Just go for it. If you've got a story to tell, then get it out there. And it's even better if that then links back to a product that you have available. So, for example, what happened you? What happened to you that inspired you to write your latest storybook for learners or to make that online course about grammar? What's the story behind why that exists? Because often that's the interesting bit, right? You can't just go on a PR spree and write, I have a new course, it's amazing. Can you let me on your TV station? Can you let me on your radio? Can you let me on your website, please? You've got to really make it appealing so it benefits everyone. So yes, you can promote yourself without social media. If you are a language teacher, you want to promote your lessons, social media is just one way, but it's definitely not the only way. There are many other options that you can take advantage of without having to spend money or time on social media. As I said at the very beginning, remember businesses existed long before social media was a thing. So get creative and really think about how else you can market your online language lessons. And even if you do choose to continue with social media to market your online language business, there's no reason to not try these ideas as well. Just have fun with it. See what works. Give it a go. All right. So that is it for this episode. Um, a reminder, like I mentioned at the beginning, the online teaching starter kit is going to be opening in September 2022 with some very exciting bonuses and updates that you do not want to miss. If you want to be first in line, now is the time to join the waitlist. It's lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash O-T-S-K. And um, yeah, I'll be in touch very soon. You'll be first to hear all about what's going on when it becomes available. And uh, I'll speak to you next time. All right. Thank you. Bye.